Oh man, wouldn't it be so nice if we could just hang out poolside every day and not like have to go to work and just be able to do our stuff like, right here? Yeah, I mean, if we didn't have to get up and head into the city right now, that would be awesome. But like, how could we keep doing podcasts if we just confine ourselves to the backyard? It'd be great if somebody just like showed up out of the blue. Man, right. wouldn't it? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Is that I a hear, knock? I hear those guys sawing next door. Eck? No way. Dennis Eckersley's here. Meet us in the gazebo. <laughs> With authority. Hi, this is Dennis Eckersley, and I'm going to bring you some hard cheese with authority. With authority. One of the best things about the job that we have is to talk with people who are the best of the best of all time. And so to have Dennis Eckersley sitting here in the gazebo. Yes. Gazebo. <laughs> fantastic. The Hall of Famer. Baseball fans know and love you. So first of all, thanks. Yeah, because we just happened to randomly run into each other at the gym, yeah. and it was so strange because I haven't seen you. I've seen you on TV a lot, um, doing Red Sox games and, and appearances for the A's, but I haven't seen you in person in person for a long time. And our eyes just locked, and we were both like, "What? <laughs> what are you doing here?" And like, "You're working out." Yeah, yeah. and I'm it's really so weird because you know I used to live here yeah. 30 years ago, I mean, right? Blackhawk in this area, yeah. as you know. And so to go back to that time, it's like time stands still. It really does, you know. And then to know what's all that's transpired in the last 30 years and to be in the situations in Bay Area is kind of strange anyway. And to see you, you know, it just brings you back. It's almost like nothing ever happened. You can go right back to that time because that was probably the best time of my life. You know, really? Yeah. Those years. Uh, it, was, it was a great time for A's fans, too. Yeah. But I just want to say one thing because it, it's just like, and it's this aura that you have about you. I know you probably heard this a million times, but I, I'm just seeing this guy who I recognize sort of from a distance, and he's got like incredible Hollywood <laughs> hair and the it's dark all, tan all. and all this. And he's all he's just finished working on, so he's all jacked up. And I'm like, what? come on, it's been 30 years. You're I'm still hanging look, on, you're still man. The tan yeah. and everything. That's you, hard to do. You just, you, I mean, you. you Looks just like you, you walked out of like GQ magazine. What is this deal with you? How do you do this? I tell you, it's like fighting, fighting to stay young. You know, it's and, and, and I think everybody's like that in a way. You know, you just don't want it. You just want to lose it. You just want to lose it. And you know, being competitive and being and always wanting to work out anyway. You know what I mean? I just, I just, I'm in. You know, and it becomes like this mission, this never-ending mission of trying to stay in shape and trying to not lose your. Stuff. It's like <laughs> the, it's moss. A, the, the moss. The moss. Exactly. Is that what you call yeah. it? Yeah. It's it's you know. I mean, I'm vain. I'm, I'll admit it. You know what I mean? I'm hanging on, man. That's it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You you actually when he told me the story about running into you, he said you kind of just glided across the gym. I, I don't think you were walking. I thought you were in, in, on a cloud or something. <laughs> yeah, you floated by me. Shoof. But I was saying excellent moss, and yeah. I know that you have so many different baseball expressions that you're using. Most of them you came up with yourself. So I guess. I mean, the moss is the hair, right? Yeah. And then you have all the different kinds of cheese, yeah. which we could probably run through in a moment. But the crazy thing to me was, you know, I followed your career pretty closely. I grew up watching those teams that you played for, and I didn't know that you had actually come up with the term walk-off home run. 
No, and I really don't want it. Yeah, yeah, you don't well, want the that. circumstances <laughs> yeah. of, of the yeah. situation were not ideal. Yeah, because automatically they're going to say, "Oh yeah," you know. But you know, there's a lot of terms that I think a lot of guys over the years, you know, you sort of all the jargon that you, you know, get from everybody else. It's accumulation of stuff, and uh, you know, some of the stuff that I say. And it's funny when you, even new stuff comes out. Like last year, the, we I got into this thing where uh, I was dropping like if guy punches out. You know, looking, it was like a pair of shoes. <laughs> the guy's a pair of shoes. <laughs> like, and I don't know if somebody said that before or not, right? They, somebody, I've never heard that. Have you ever heard no, that? Probably not. Never. I said, next thing you know, I'm dropping shoes on everybody. There's a pair of shoes, another pair of shoes. And so it's funny how things just pop up over, I don't know, doing games. But the, how did you come up with all of the different, like, do you, right now, do you know how many different variations of cheese you use in a broadcast? I try to stay. I don't. I you know. I. I don't want to do too much of it because people get tired of it. But it's just. It's just part of you know my vocabulary. You know what I mean. But all that cheese stuff. There's a guy that, that gets credit for this. His name is Pat Dobson. And I remember him. He was the one, of the, one of the four twenty game winners. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And I was good friends with him. I played with him in 76, 77 with the Indians, and a lot of it came from him. All of the cheese and the, mm. you know, educated cheese and the. All we should explain for people yeah. that don't know. Like cheese, obviously, is a fastball. Fast, everybody, right. everybody. But educated cheese is it's like maybe it's only not not you know hot. It's not ninety five, but it's you know when to throw it, right? Smart. So it's, it's smart, smart cheese. Smart cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When simple. to throw it? Where to throw it? Right. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, that's how it all sort of goes. Now. I know in your Hall of Fame speech, you gave a shout-out to Dwayne Kuyper and Ray Fossey, who you played with in the Indians, and now they're some of the biggest broadcasters in baseball, as are you. So, like, back then, were you guys talking about future careers in broadcast? How how did they help you maybe in when you wanted to change the, the profession into broadcasting? I, you know, I never thought of it. Like, but Kuyper did it right away. Yeah. You know, Kuyper played, what, 10, 12 years in big yeah. leagues, and we broke in together in 75. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. We look back at that team. Maybe uh, Fossey was there in 76, mm -hmm. but it was me, Manning, does the Indian games, Kuyper, me, Foss, and Larry Anderson. Remember Larry Anderson does yes. Philadelphia stuff, right? You I know, Kuyper lives five minutes away. We could get him yeah. on the podcast. We should call him up. <laughs> get him over here right get now. Get him the mic. Yeah. I love Kuyper. We have coffee, which has been great this offseason. Every Monday or something, we yeah. have coffee. And, and to go back in time, I remember things that I didn't know I could remember. Because we broke, I was 17 mm. out of high school, and I played with him in Reno. I mean, and then I started, you know, I started, stuff starts coming out. We start talking. It's like, wow. You know, he was like the old man because he came out of college. So, you know, the gap when you're 17 and somebody's 21. It's oh, like, yeah, my yeah. God, it's like he's an old man. <laughs> you know, but... Um, I love Kipe, and he's like a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's incredible. The broadcasts are fantastic. Yeah. So, if we go, we're going backwards here. Let's go yeah, backwards. Yeah. When you were growing up in Fremont, I mean, you were a multi-sport star. <laughs> <laughs> um, slamming it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, can you still dunk? No, you still no? God, oh, no. come on! <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it. I can say, I can say anything there. I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We actually have a mini yeah, hoop on that. I can throw it We actually thought about doing the podcast on an inflatable in the pool. <laughs> Because that, that could be Bronson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be perfect for you. I mean, you want to talk about branding. We need to, after this, we'll come up with the whole branding yeah. uh, mm -hmm. thing for Instagram for yeah. you. But um, so, like, you pitched 
for for many years, and then I, I want to focus on yeah. on the A's because when they they acquired you, uh, Tony Larusa obviously has admitted he had no idea he was getting what would be a Hall of Fame closer. No, neither did I. Like so, yeah. if not for a particular injury, which sometimes happens in sports, you might have never gotten that opportunity yeah. to become the Hall of Famer, I, Dennis Eckersley. I know. I Isn't mean, that nuts? It's, it's totally crazy. Can you I'll, take us back to look, that? I'll tell you what I could take back to. is a good story before, because this is two weeks before I got traded to the A's in spring training of 87. Okay. And I had had a bad back in spring training, this and that. So I, anyway, I was coming along slowly. And so you know in spring training you have to have a pitch count. You know, whether you get knocked around or not, you've got to get your 80 right. pitches in. So anyway, I'm pitching against the A's. I'm with the Cubs, and they're li- lighting me up. And uh, I've given up five runs already. I'll never forget Conseco hit a double off the wall, and he's on second base. Nobody out. Five to nothing. I'm just trying to get my work in. Next pitch, he takes off for third. They foul it off. I look up Conseco saying, where are you going? It's five to nothing. He goes, I didn't do it. He points into the dugout. It's Tony. Tony goes, I told him to go. (laughs) And I went. (laughs) <laughs> and he like this, and it was like I don't think he liked me. It's a spring training, yeah, and I don't think he liked me anyway. I, I don't know. I don't know. We didn't have that any history. So anyway, two weeks later, I'm coming into his. We got I get traded, and I come into his office. Man, there you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's history since then. But how did you get past the moment? Like, did you talk about it? Like, hey, you're not mother- really. No. Ah, uh-uh. and I tell that story now, and he laughs. You know. He's got, we've got a bunch of them now, but I never forgot that, you know. But that he's intense, man. He was Tony was always competing, man. Spring training, whatever. Well, know? that's what he said about you is that uh, he got a scouting report. And I forget who, who it was who said the one thing you will love about Eck is whenever he takes the mound, whether it's a spring training game, a playoff game, uh, a game on a backfield that nobody's paying attention, he's always locked in and intense. Yeah. Where'd that come from? I don't know. It's just I can't see, do it any other way. You know, I, I, we could get deeper into all this stuff because there's sort of a fear thing that kicked in with me. Always, There's always a fear, that fear of failure. So you never want to, you always want to be on your toes. You could take it, you could go too far, it, it, and it's, it's uh, tiresome. <laughs> but that's what it is, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not compete. so much that you're looking to succeed. It's more fear, yes. you're driven by fear of failure. Yes, mm. and it's like a relief. When you do well, you know that's why I was so demonstrative too. Yeah, like the fist. Yeah, is that you know I, I get people of? pissed off, man, yeah. at me for that. But you know that was real. That wasn't, you know. I think I'll punch this guy out and do a little moon dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like real stuff. It was like, it, yeah, the game to me was sometimes like life or death. You know, so I took it hard and I celebrated hard. You know, whatever. Yeah, I, I saw a quote. Uh, from you, where you said, when you're nervous, you are alive. Yeah. And, and you also expressed that when your career was over, and you played more than two decades, that it was kind of relief to not be doing, which to me, I, I was really shocked when I when I saw that, because I thought, man, if I had your skill, I would, I mean, I would go down to the last ounce that I had. Yeah, but you lose that skill. When you're mm-hmm. 42, 43, I'm just, I mean, I, I said, God, I got to get out of here. Because you don't want to, to, to go that We don't want to drop off like that, you know? So the last couple of years were difficult. So, but, yeah. But, you know, you talked about that being alive and that nervousness. It's like TV again. Here we go again, you know? 
These but you're great on television. I know, but it doesn't matter. Does you know how that edge you have to have? Yes. I think. You can't just say, hey, what's going on? Let's do some TV. I mean, you've got to be up. Up. Mm -hmm. Energy level yeah, high. Yeah, do. Yeah. If we want to stay on mentality a little bit, I know that Raleigh Fingers, for example, said as a starting pitcher, he had trouble knowing that this was his day to go, like the whole lead up to yeah. it. But then as a reliever, he found it a lot you know, more comfortable just to know, I don't have to worry. I, I'm just going to go in any time. You yeah. know, did you find that, I mean, you were a 20-game winning starting pitcher. Did you find that the mentality shift from starter to closer helped you just kind of knowing on any given day I could be out there and not having to worry about the whole week and leading up to this one specific I, I understand what he's saying. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it does lead up that one big day. And it's your day. Everybody looks at you like, oh, careful. Yeah, no one will talk, talk to you or yeah. anything, right? That sort of stuff. Um, but that's the greatest job in the world if you can do it. Once every five days, they pay you a million to start nowadays, <laughs> right? If, but you have to, I mean, there's the difficulty to a lot of things. Obviously, trying to get guys out three or four times in the lineup. But I know what Raleigh's problem is. He probably didn't have success right away, mm -hmm. and then he flipped, you know. Uh, and so he can't look back. I mean, he didn't have a chance to do, you know, to do what I'd establish himself, maybe. He did the right thing. But I, I took to the fact of, of being an everyday guy. You know, it's kind of neat. After you've after you started so many years, you know, just because you're not going to pitch that day, you're just hanging. There's not zero nervousness. You're not mm -hmm. going to pinch run. Right. You're not doing nothing. <laughs> you're just hanging. And it's you know, for me, at about 32, 33, I flipped, and then I was like an everyday player. I mean, you you are got an edge. You're you're alive again. You're alive every day. You're like, uh, uh, you know. So and I like that, mm -hmm. but after a while it got to you too, because you know it got to you because you're not throwing the same anymore, and at that level, I mean, it's you know devastating when you stink, you know. Mm. So let me ask you about the the whole demonstrative thing because baseball has like an encyclopedia of unwritten rules. One of the unwritten rules for many years was like you don't show up another guy, yeah. you don't you don't do the fist pump, you don't you know point your finger and all that stuff. In the past few years, and I think you know, part of it is a cultural thing, mm -hmm. um, where you know players, if they grow up that way, then that's you know the bat flip and all of that. Yeah. Do you do you like the bat flip or hate the bat flip? Well, we're talking about let the kids play, all right? Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. Let the kids play now. So I've got to be careful. I'm not a hypocrite, and say you know, God, I, I don't play that. That's tired. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, I'm out there punching guys out. All right. But it, I, you know, I, I don't know. I look back at it when I did it. I'm getting off off the, the, the topic, but when I look back at it, and I wasn't, you know, I, I wish I hadn't done it sometimes. I mean, really? I'd, yeah, because I'd, I'd get away from it, and I'd go, oh, geez, I wish I didn't do that. But then it, I'd go out again, and it would happen again. So it was all natural to yes. you. You were just an explosion of emotion. Yeah, but like anyway. There's a dog behind us here that's uh, yeah. on the yeah. other side of the fence. But, uh, it's demonstrative. Yes. yes. <laughs> Did you have a lot of guys tell you, hey, I, I don't really like don't like that? Uh -huh. You did? Yeah. And you were just like, yeah. I'll never come good friends with Jim Palmer of all people, okay. right? So Jim pitched a game against him, um, and I punched out 10, 10, 12, some 12, 13 guys or something. I lost, and he won, but uh, I was, I was, I was on it, man. I was punching guys out. A pair of shoes, a lot of shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of shoes. A lot of shoes. Full shoe store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he told me the next day, I said, "Hey," because he was, you know, I was just like. 22 at the time or right. something like that and he was like this you know Jim Palmer right he said hey man you gotta mellow up man these guys don't play that you know like they're gonna try harder to beat me I mean that you know what I mean so I, I took the, you know I took the advice but I couldn't I, it's just 
That's who you were. I know. So anyway. Have you seen um, recently in spring training, I mean, they're doing broadcasts now where they're like miking up everybody. Yeah, I saw that. I, I don't know that it's something that's sustainable, but I think it's in a way getting you more into the personalities in the game because yeah. I think right now, you know, we talk about this sometimes. I mean, Mike Trout could walk down Market Street. Yeah. And I don't know how many people would stop him, to be honest. So do you think something like that could be good for the game or more celebrations? I mean, how do you get the younger people involved? I mean, I guess you're trying to see the, the real guy, right? Or yeah. something. The inside stuff. Haven't they always wanted to do that inside sure. stuff? I don't think it's going to I don't think they can do that. I mean, once once it's the games are for real, that, the guys aren't playing that. You don't want don't to be bumped up on the mound when having yeah. yeah. to throw a slider. What's the no. next pitch? Yeah. Oh, that, well, you I need to be mic'd up with the catcher is what you need to do. Well, <laughs> so that actually kind to... of naturally leads us into yeah. a sign-stealing conversation yes. since mm -hmm. guys know what, what's being thrown. Yeah. How, how, yeah, does that... <laughs> that that's a, a curveball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so from a pitcher's standpoint, let's say when you're a starter and you got four pitches that you're throwing, mm -hmm. how much of an advantage is it for the batter to know? <laughs> yeah, the expression on your face. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could see difference between fastball and a curve because yeah. you could wait on the curve, right? Yes. So, so, I mean, think about this. You know, in spring training, when you, when you start to get your arm in shape, right? You go to throwing on the side, then you throw with a screen. I don't know if they still do that. You throw with a screen, yeah. right? And they duck, you know? And then once you take the screen and then you're ready to really get into it, it's like if you want a screen there, it's like protects you because they know what's coming. Gotcha. Okay. Take the screen away. I ain't telling you what's coming <laughs> mm -hmm. because if you, think about it. Guys looking fastball or, you know, first of all, fastball. I mean, these guys crush fastballs. You know, maybe with a good breaking ball, even though they know it's coming, they'll have a tough time to hit it. You know, or maybe sometimes they think it's coming. They'll swing at it wherever it is just because they know what it is. But guess what? You don't want them to know what's coming. I mean, these are big league hitters. So they don't need any help at all. So you're going to get hurt. If you had to just put a number on it, uh, if I'm a 250 hitter, am I a 310 hitter if I know what's coming? I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. so Everybody's. I, so I could hit. I, I'm yeah. not going to hit. <laughs> Everybody yeah. can hit. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is. I mean, you know, you can locate. I mean, if you locate something, they're going to have a harder time hitting it. But they still know what is coming, you know. Yeah, I saw it. I'd love to know. I could have known what was coming. I was going to. Well, how many home runs did you hit in your career? I know well, you had to hit the exactly. <laughs> I, I, I did three. Yes, yeah, so you had three. But I was just bailing. If <laughs> <laughs> they made a mistake, I'm going to run into one. So you were not the Madison Bumgarner of your time? No. Yeah. No, not at all. Well, um, yeah. so, all right, I want to go over yeah. some stats here because some of the numbers are just insane. 1990, you had more saves than base runners allowed. Yeah. You had 48 saves. You only allowed 41 hits and four walks. You had an ERA of 0 0.61, and you gave up five runs for the entire season. So my question is, <laughs> what happened with the five? <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, wait, bad, bad day? You know, or what, that, you know what that is? It's like, I've always said, it, it was magic, first of all. It really was. It wasn't like I'm like, throwing 100 miles an hour, right? I mean, I, I'm not like they do today, punching out you know, 14, 15 guys you know, per nine innings. I mean, um, I was good and lucky. Oh, come on. No, 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 because it's only a small part You were of the game. great and maybe but, a but little But good lucky. and lucky makes great. Okay. All See, right. that's what I'm getting at. And, you know, it's one of those years. You know, everything happened. Everything was perfect, you know. And you could be perfect. I mean, you know, 
when you're a starting pitcher, you've got to be careful. You can't you you can't give somebody something to hit like that. In other words, you you got you can't not walk people when you start. You know, and I didn't do that either when I started, but I gave up a lot of home runs. I mean, you're around the plate, you're going to give it up. But anyway, back to that year, it was just one of those years. And then all of a sudden, I, I lost the game in the World Series when it counted. So what's it, Joel Oliver hit a little thing down the line, we lost in Cincinnati or something. You know what I mean? I could, I, in some of the years that I had, some of the good years I had, I'd give it all up if we would have won the damn thing. Whether it's the Gibson home run or the Alomar home run in 92, that 92 home run hurt more than the Gibson home run. Why? We didn't get to the World Series. You know, that was, it was huge. And that's, this guy, Roberto Alomar, is one of the greatest players, I think, that ever played. I mean, he's a great player. But that, that one hurt. And I won the MVP in the Cy Young that year. I'll give it up. I mean, I had a miserable offseason. And I got those awards. It was awful, mm. you know? So the magic went away, you know? How do you deal with that? Because baseball's a game that's yeah. based on failure, really. I mean, if, if you could go three for ten as a hitter, yeah. you could be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, when you have these dramatic moments, how do you put that away you in your don't. brain? You don't. It'll humble you. I've been humbled. You know, we talk about punching guys out and all that stuff like that. And, hey, great. I've been humbled too, man. I've I've seen both sides of that. You know, I, I've I've had to eat it. You know, and I ate it, and it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. I've been mean, doing this. I had to throw out the first ball with Gibson at the World Series. Was that mm -hmm. last year? The year before? Whatever it was. How awkward was that? Wasn't at all because I know him. You know, and he's in a bad way now too. And he's you know health wise, right? Health wise, yeah. and I really have feeling a lot of feeling for him. You know even though I hated him when he did it, you yeah. know. But, you know, 30 years later, here we are, kissing cousins, man. It's, it's, it's forever linked in time yeah, in a weird way. Yeah, it is. So, I don't know. It stays with you. It does not go away. And, you know, people look at me. I, I said for the longest time, people look at you and say, hey, I didn't know. My, I thought my name was Gibson for God. <laughs> hey, Gibson, Gibson. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that stuff stays with you. Well, people would say that. Oh yeah, but this is not, not now because. Oh, okay. But for a long time, you know, you got to wear it, man. I wore it. But your story has been one of perseverance, and you look at that moment, obviously, that stays with you forever. Then the next season, the ball's in your glove yeah. for the final out of the World Series. So yeah. I mean, that's got to be an incredible. That a lot. Yeah, I mean, what does that do? And for that you? Didn't, almost didn't happen because the World Series normally never never start, maybe not start back. Yeah, the earthquake. Yeah, I mean, you know. So I feel, and, they, and then we go, and, and to, in my old gig was, I was a kid, giant fan, Candlestick Park, I got the ball last out. So it does make up for that, you know, only had to wait a year. What if, they, what yeah. if it never came? I never would have won a World Series, you know, and I had to sit with that Gibson thing, you're old, you know? Yeah. So it, it, it was helpful the next year. But what I love is you're able to smile about it when you talk about it. I'm sure there were a lot of times where you weren't smiling about it, like, like right immediately after. Yeah, I was. Tough. But even Tony Larusa said um, he did a talk after your documentary on the MLB Network came out, and he said, you know, that guy sat there for two hours and answered every question from every reporter after that pitch, yeah. and that like impressed him so much. Maybe I just did it to you know just take it. You know, just you got to take it to to feel it, to grieve it. And you know, that's a long ways to grieving after that, but initially. That was my instinct. Hmm. You know, it wasn't like we can remember nowadays they just go up in the thing and you could talk to the press, right? You go up to the thing and everybody asks questions and that's it. No, we're in Dodger Stadium visiting the place and 
everybody was, you know, they wanted to get in their lockers. And guys are trying to take showers and get right, out. And there right. was 200 of them at my locker. One at a time, backdoor slider, backdoor slider, backdoor slider. But when it was all over, said, and done, that's the right thing. You know, it was the right thing to do. You know, I'm proud of it. You know, the moments like that make you, you know, it's who you are, you know. When you look at those A's teams of the late 80s and early 90s, do you think, how did we only win one World Series? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had, the roster was so yes. absurdly Stacked. loaded yeah. with McGuire and Canseco and Ricky and your pitching. I mean, it was just, God, I was just I, nuts. I was, you know, something, this comes at a time in your life, that those moments, when I had already been in the big leagues 12, 14 years, you know what I'm saying? So I could really appreciate that. It wasn't like I just came up and now I'm rookie of the year and we just go to the World Series and all that, you know, quickly, mm -hmm. you know, it took a while. And so I really appreciated all that time. But like you said, we only won once. We, I mean, you were, we were the best team in the game three years, without a doubt, the best team in the game. And I was, I felt such pride being on that team. You know what I mean? I mean, not that, I'm from Oakland. You know what I mean? We had Ricky and Stu and me and Seiko and McGuire. We, we had studs, man. We could pitch, we could hit, we could field, you know? And Tony, the genius, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Dave Duncan, one of the greatest pitching coaches. I mean, we, you know, uh, that's a special time, man. I, we're I lucky, remember, we should have just won three. I, I, I still <laughs> remember being in Cincinnati and we're watching the series unfold and you guys, you know, you're down and you're down and, and everybody is still thinking, there's no way the A's lose. I mean, How even do, if you're down 0-3, whatever, they're going to come back and win that series. And we're just like, what? what? What happened? Anybody could lose. That's what it comes down to. You know, when some guys have got it going on. It's all timing, man. The time of the season, bam. you got to put it together when the time's right. And, you know, usually it's one pitcher that could do it to you. Whether it's Hershiser, he mm -hmm. won a couple right, of games in that right. series. And that series in 90 was a Rio. Remember Jose Rio? Yes. Two, two good games. One pitcher could nail you. You know, that's how that goes. Looking back that's at my that, excuse. that <laughs> roster, the personalities you had in that clubhouse, are there stories you can share with us that you're allowed to share? I mean, some of the funnier or just crazier moments with some of those guys? I mean, yeah, I guys was, like Conseco and Ricky and, and company. Yeah, Ricky, all the Ricky yeah. stories. Ricky's in his own world, you know. Yeah. Um, he also speaks his own language, he by does. the way. Yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> that's a tip. Yeah. I don't know that language. Yeah. He's a great dude, man. He was, he was tough when he played with him because he was – now he's a different guy. I think a lot of guys are different now than when they don't play. But anyway, back to that team. You know, I remember Tony Phillips left, but Tony Phillips was a nut. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a few guys who did – you know, the big names that you don't know that were a big part of that chemistry and stuff. Dave Parker was a big part of that yeah. chemistry. Um, Carney was a big part because mm -hmm. he was Mr. Serious. Oh, Very stern, Mr. right? Red ass, yeah. you know, every day, you know. You need that. Yeah. But you got to lighten up a little bit too. Sure. But, um, you know, some, I was tempered back then. First of all, you know, I got the ball every day maybe, and I had to be like that. And I didn't drink. I, was, I, I didn't drink. These guys are having a gay old time, and I'm not drinking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So do I miss that? Not really, because, mm -hmm. you know, sobriety is more important. Absolutely. So I, I could probably have better stories if I was You're drinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? So how hard was that for you at that time? Because alcohol almost ended your career, not yeah. to mention possibly your life and yes. everything else that you'd worked for. Uh, how hard is that today? Well, it's there. It's always there, you know. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not, you know. But you, you, you're, you're vigilant about the whole thing. You have to be or you're not going to stay sober. But listen, everything outweighs everything. 
you know, as far as like being sober or not, there's no, that's it. This is it. There's no other way. And I have the wonderful life like I have now because of it. So when I look back, I'm just, you know, saying I probably would have been a lot more, I would have been, I would have been on the crazy bus. <laughs> there was yeah, a lot saying. of guys on that team that were either riding on that bus or driving that <laughs> bus. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just grateful of those times. I really am. Yeah, and I know that you have contributed and helped create a rehabilitation center for people that's still open today, right? Yeah, in Cleveland. I mean, I'm proud of that, too, you know, to give back like that. You know, something that you really care about, and then you see people change their lives, yeah. you know, help guys, you know, because this isn't, not everybody gets sober the first time, you know? Sometimes some guys take a long time, and you have to have patience with them, and I can see how it would be t difficult. But you, to give guys, you know, halfway house and give them a chance mm -hmm. to get it together. So it's it's not, you know, and I carried this on from somebody else that had passed away. So I feel I'm happy doing that. Yeah. I, I don't think people, whether they're in the stands watching a game, and especially if you watch on TV because, you know, we're removed from it, understand the stress that a major league athlete, whatever the sport may be, because all eyes are on you. I mean, think about the situation where you're either on the mound and give it up or you strike out with the bases loaded or something like that, and you know everybody is watching you. I mean, that's why these guys are so highly compensated, but the stress and dealing with that day-to-day -day has to be significant. Well, you know something, and you start, especially with nowadays with Twitter and everything, just, if you ever pay attention to it, man, you got to get off of that, man. They just hammer you, you know. Uh, but I equate it to back in, in the day when you're in the middle of it all, and because I played in Boston, some big places, you know, and if you, if you don't pitch well. And he's like, you go to the, <laughs> you know, you go to get some gas in your car, you know, you're looking around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying <laughs> and somebody sees you, it's like, oh, they, it's like you think everybody knows. Yeah, you gave up a home run last night, you know. Because ah, everybody knows what's happened with the Sox last night, you know. So, I mean, the pressure of that comes with wearing it once again, you know. Um, it's... You're not going to have a career that's just, you're just going to be awesome the whole time. I mean, there's just going to be a, some difficult moments for everyone. I don't think Willie Mays went through a lot of that. I used to think some of these guys, I wonder if the, the great ones really have questioned themselves and, you know, feel the pressure. I, I thought it's just us humans, you know, that, you know, I don't know. Do you find too, it's kind of funny how when you're a closer, People don't necessarily bother you much until you do blow a game, right? I mean, yeah. how weird is that accountability factor? I mean, you could have nobody even approach you for a week until yeah. after you blow, and then but all the media is all of a sudden wanting to talk to you. Well, right? that's part of it. I yeah. mean, it, it almost becomes a given that you're going to, you know, save the game, and so you feel it yourself. That's why you can never be off guard. You know what I mean? It's like, don't careful. Mm. You know, it, because it's precious, and the more the more pressure you put on yourself, but you don't, you never want to. Oh. Don't watch it, you know. That's why you see a guy come out there with a four-run save, four-run lead, and he can't pitch the same as he does mm -hmm. when there's, you know, when you're on the edge. There's something to you that. Need the edge. Yeah, you need the edge. There really is. Now I know that you're an advisor for the A's now, or Dave Cavill, so to speak. So, what do you think of this current team as it's constructed? You talk about think, the A's. Yeah, I think right now there's kind of a lot of excitement building. Yeah. I think there's a lot of excitement. He just won 97 games yeah, two, years, two in years, in years in a row. I mean, I'm expecting them to win this thing. I think Houston hopefully has lost the edge. I yeah. mean, that, that's what they're looking for. And, you know, for somebody to falter, the, you know, that powerhouse like that. But 
you know, the expectations are through the roof, mm-hmm. aren't they? I mean, you got yeah, to think, absolutely. come on, they're supposed to win. Well, right? all last year, we made we made a bet. Um, <laughs> yes, we did. Not not a bet that uh, has gone well for me. Um, just because I know he's a diehard A's fan. I mean, yeah. he just lives and dies. And so, just for the hell of it, I said, "All right, I'll take the Giants. You take the A's, and you give me 15 wins." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave him a nice spread. So you got to win 82 if you go 97. Yes, right? yes. And so, for much of the season, uh, it was kind of neck and neck. And early on, I was like. Oh, oh man! Did yeah, you tell him what the is, bet was? Uh, well, the, the, <laughs> he had owed me previously uh, 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 one of those Subway meatball subs, uh, like a foot long, mm-hmm. and so we said, "Let's go double or nothing." But the loser has to eat two si- at the same time. You have to just <laughs> eat yeah. two. So this was like this was a Somebody's serious. Somebody's gonna get sick. Some, exactly. No, there was a lot on the line here, yes. mm-hmm. and uh, so this year I got I lost, ate the thing, and you know whatever. Um, so this year, like I want twenty five games. Like, yeah, well, he wants an even bigger spread. You think well, 105? Well, I'm no, sorry. No, no, I'm worried about the Giants. Yeah, yeah, no, you yes. just want to play 500. If you play 500, oh, no, I don't think mm-hmm. so. Don't you don't think, oh, yeah, you're right. To 500. So you, got mean, it. you need 25. Be, yeah, no, I need, I know. So we're negotiating on that. Yeah. It's it's a little rough, but uh, but that that club, I mean, there's there's some special guys, man. Chapman, mm-hmm. I mean, my good, he's like a Renato. Right, they put out of the same high school, aren't they? I think. Yeah, right? yeah, right? they are. And the kid Olson over there at first. Right, first. Mm-hmm. Simeon, what a year he had! You know, I mean, are you short somewhere in the outfield? Maybe they got a I, zillion I outfield. Maybe okay. second base. Second base. The okay. Question, but they're stacked. And the young kid behind the plate. Yeah. Oh, right? he's amazing, Sean Murphy. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. And now we go to the pitching staff. And There's starters seem better, but well, the kid just got hurt with the yeah, lefty with the long Puck, hair. Yeah, AJ Puck. Well, but all year long, like last year, he kept saying, "When Lazardo comes back, when Puck comes back, yeah. when when, yeah, and when so, Mania comes back." Et cetera, last yeah. year, they 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 won ninety seven games with a patchwork starting rotation. Yes, this I know. year, the, I mean, uh, I mean, you could almost pick a starter out of a hat yeah. and have somebody who's a potential stud in day one. And uh, Melvin doesn't get the credit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, he's incredible. I mean, he is incredible. I mean, to work under that, it's kind of difficult. I would think. I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's difficult. I mean, that's the way. That's baseball nowadays, anyway. Well, you know, I was going to ask you about that because, like, back in the day, did anybody ever talk to you about spin rate, oh, exit velocity, launch angle, just any, this of this that, any of that Somebody, stuff? Like, no. but you didn't. You just like, okay, I see him right there, and I'm uh-huh. going to paint the corner right there, yeah. and then and then you're going to be wearing a pair of shoes. <laughs> 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 it makes it simple. No, but I was just looking at it today, this morning. Jason Stark wrote something. I think it was Jason Stark. Yeah. Anyway, talking about all the spin rates, or it wasn't him, somebody else. Anyway, and I, because I, I feel like I'm missing something. You know, I want to be on top of this game, this baseball, and they're talking about, you know, spin rates, and, 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 and basically they're just designing their pitches, right? You know, and, and I know that's probably helpful in real time, but, you know, if you get caught up too much in it, right? Make sure you stay on top of that breaking ball, your top finger, right? Because you're trying to get some depth in that breaking ball. And, and pretty much they're helping you to, this is the best you can be if you do this, right? right. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're trying to tweak something and it's not working. But the, to me, there's a lot going on, yeah. isn't it? That's what I say. It's got to start it, messing with you when you're pitching. I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah. You've got to compete. You got, you've got to execute, isn't it all? Execute. You're like a robot. You know, and to put all that, because to me it was feel, you know. But then this is not feel anymore. You go look at the video, and then it shows you exactly where you are. You know, there's a lot to this that I don't, 
really get, but they, they're, they're just trying to make pitchers better in real time, you know. I'm just trying to think, how could they have made me better? You know, well, I don't know. There's a couple of seasons where you were. There was the five runs you gave up in 1990. (laughs) No, but I meant because you can't make a pitch you can't throw. Right. I mean, I wish I had had a changeup. I wish I would have had, you know, like that, but I couldn't throw that, you know. So I guess you're just going to make your breaking ball as good as it can be, Mm -hmm. you know, and they tell you. You know. Would you have wanted to know if, like, if you can go back, like, what, what's what's the spin rate on your slider? Would you would you want to know that? Like, I'm just like, you, oh my god, it's horrible. So don't throw like, it. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'll go back in your pocket. <laughs> I don't know. So, I I don't know enough of it to to have a conversation about it, you know. But I'll figure it out, you know. Because you have you have to have something when you ask these guys, what's going on, man? What are you what are you tweaking with? What's going on? I would I would just like to see. And now we could talk about the video rooms and stuff like that. Mm. Jesus. No, you guys had video back yeah, then, though, right? Right. I mean, would, would batters go back in into the clubhouse to look at their last at bat? I think they started to at the end when yeah. I played. That's okay. back in '98. But obviously, that's a big part of it now. They want to go back and see their at bat, or say that that was a strike on the outside corner, and I'm going to yell at the umpire. Right. No. Right. But they need that. I I know that uh, some guy JD Martinez was squawking saying they better not take that whole thing out of there, so I can't. See, because some guys really, I mean, nowadays everybody lives by that. Right. You know? Uh, but you don't, just give them an eight-second delay, obviously. But to totally, you know, they might just say, get it all out. Yeah. All the video out, right? It's hard to, you know, once technology arrives, it's hard to go backwards when yeah. you have these things. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's like replaying sports, whether it's football or whatever. Now we have the replay, and so you can correct calls but some are uncorrectable, and there's, then there's a whole list of rules as to what is correctable yeah. and what you see it one way and I see it the other way. I don't know if you've seen any of the XFL games. I look just just briefly. So I love the fact that they like the guy who's doing the replay. He's like, "Oh man, this is so close." Oh, he's <laughs> yeah. not like, because you're doing that at home. Like, yeah, I, yeah. that that part I like. Uh, obviously, when when you know teams and players are taking advantage of it, and uh, you know. Okay. Yeah, that means, uh, that's, I, that means that that means he asked the next question when I did. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, put me on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> um, who's a player that you? I know you you broadcast for the Boston Red Sox. So you watch a ton mm-hmm. of the baseball. So who's like a pitcher you really like to watch? Well, on our club, any club. I love Chris Sale. Yeah, oh was yeah, was the best. He came from here, that little funky stuff, man, and he's just lights out. It's like you think he's unhittable. Mm-hmm. You know, he had an off year last year, mm-hmm. and now. You know, with the arm trouble. Yeah. But he's special. This guy has had eight good years. I mean, eight years, good years. Oh, this guy's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. To watch him dominate like that, you know. Um, and then back in the day, it was Pedro. Mm-hmm. You know, but this now, uh, I think about the player. You know, the Red Sox, they just lost Mookie Betts. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that, to me, was a great guy to watch. What, I mean, this guy's to watch him play every day. That You know, that, that that's when you tell how good somebody is. You can't, you know, on other teams, you don't see a guy every day. You mm-hmm. don't know what he's capable of. But uh, uh, he's going to be tough for the Dodgers. I mean, they're just going to make them that much better. A's Dodgers sounds like a series that might yes. be pretty intriguing. Yeah, it uh, does. In October, I think. Yeah. I, I think it's really possible. I do too. Yeah, I definitely. Do too. You're probably going to have to come back out. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I, I just, it just flashed on oh, yeah, yeah, like, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, yeah. Uh, relive some memories. I, I, You probably get so tired of hearing about that. What's that? What, the Dodger the, thing? The Dodger thing with the Gibson and all that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of played its course, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, yeah. I um, think. Um, 
I'm curious because somebody asked me to ask you about this. Mm-hmm. With all the awards that you've won, what memorabilia do you keep, and where do you keep it in your house? Like, what do you what do you have the on display? Special yeah, the special stuff. What do you have? It, like, if you had a trophy case, you almost have to have another house for all. No, no, no. I've got a nice gloating room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call. It. You do? I yeah, I do. And I wish now, after the fact, that I had collected more things. You know, had but it wasn't as I don't not at the time it wasn't that big a deal. Memorabilia like it is now. Yeah. But you know, there's certain guys that I play with. Yaz. And I remember playing with Reggie his last year. Some you know special players over the years. And then now and then, the guys that you know Ricky and you know the great players. It's just over the years. I wish I had collected more. But so what's in the gloating the, room? What's in the gloating room? Just like, me everywhere. Oh, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Just, <laughs> is it pictures? Or yes. Is it, uh, all kinds uh, of stuff. T- trophies. The you know World Series. Yeah. Uh, uh, where's the ring? Oh, the rings! In fact, I got to get them. They're in the uh, safe deposit box. Okay. Because you know you don't wear them. Yeah, they're huge. They're I only have one, but yeah. really, you know, it matters. But you just don't wear them. How yeah. often do you visit the gloating room? I'm in it. That's my office. Oh, oh, nice. so that's every day you're in yeah. the gloating room. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think if somebody comes in, it's not a big deal, you know. I just because nobody comes to my house. It's just me. <laughs> I'm the only one gloating. <laughs> So like I'm there. Come on over. Yeah, look no, at yeah. this. Look at Please. me. Look at look at this. Look, look at this me. It's my new life goal is to have a gloating room now. Um, no, no, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> I yeah. like that. It does. It, you know, it's like a big party of 25 years of my life. Yeah. You know. Well. And, and you get you get away from it for a long time, and and uh, uh, part of it, part of you glad it's over. You know that whole rat race of trying to perform, and, and but you know something else kicks in, and now it's. You know, doing TV. Do you feel when you do television, huh. like it, it can't equate to the like the the nervousness that you'd get on no. the mound in a big game or something like that? No. But what do you feel inside? Do you feel something like you know? I don't want to screw this up because uh-huh. I still do. I still like oh okay, here we go. <laughs> Three, yeah. two, one. Don't do anything stupid. Exactly. <laughs> you have to be careful. Yes. And but to be, but you have to be comfortable and free to mm-hmm. you know and authentic and if you get too authentic you get in trouble yes yeah. right you have to self-edit yes and it comes with age i guess <laughs> <laughs> you just have to go up there and just offer up some verbal easy cheese easy cheese, easy yeah. cheese. Yeah. but easy you know cheese. something you, you, you don't get the kind of you know baseball you know they're not all great games so it becomes a lot of downtime right and, and then you have downtime. Then you go places that you didn't think you were going to go. You know, because it's three hours and four hours. Yeah, the Red Sox game. play a lot of long games. Yes. <laughs> they do. Yes. The next yeah. thing you know, you guys are tripping about. Luckily, you have the guy doing the play-by-play that keeps things in order. Right? Because yeah. you can't just chit-chat like this. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you get in trouble. Well, but, you know, the, I think that's part of the fun. And that's why Kruk and Kuiper are so good. Because they'll mm-hmm. see somebody in the stands doing something or somebody out in the cold yeah. or whatever and just go off on this tangent yes. that's so entertaining yeah. and you're like oh there's a baseball game that's right, right. I was watching the guy barbecuing in the cove yeah. uh, you know on a raft because we're trying to sell this baseball stuff and it's not just the game right it's got to be entertainment, entertainment. Yeah. yeah you got anything else because I uh, we could yeah, do yeah. I mean yeah. we could probably talk forever but we, we don't need to um, I wanted to ask you though the A's have done a good job lately especially of embracing their history that has sort of given you a big head in a way. 
If you've seen that Hall of Fame <laughs> oh. race. Oh, yeah. Would you ever, would you ever yeah, like, get in that thing? I mean, and I go, think it would be run, amazing if like, pull Ricky a and you like, surprised and actually yeah. showed so up. So you'd be like, when the Like, actually hits have him run, and then you pull it off, and it's actually you. That would be so funny. No, but I've seen the, I saw the kid. He's not that fast. I mean. I've run in it before. Have you really? Yes. So they let you do that? They let me do it. Huh. I actually was in the Ricky costume, and then I finished third like a dope, so I made Ricky look bad. Are you going as fast as you can? What's that? Are they, do they tell you who's supposed to win? No, just no. Go. I just sucked. I was so slow. There's like 35 pounds. I mean, really? If you lean at all, it takes Whoa, you with it. Whoa, yeah. I didn't even know so that. It's a little crazy. But, I mean, well, what do you think about how weird and kind of cool in a way that the, is? Uh, that's, the guy's not very pretty. I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> it's not real flattering. He's, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got the moss going, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I mean. Who has a head running around like that? It's kind of nice. Yeah. What do yeah. you think of possibilities for a new stadium for the A's? I've been begging for a long time. I thought they were going to go to Fremont. You know, yeah, I'm from Fremont, yeah. so I was yeah. all psyched. That was what about 2009. Yes. Meanwhile, here we are, 11 years later. I still have hopes that it's going to happen anywhere. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I hope it happens just so that they can. First of all, have they a, deserve it. A better, oh, certainly yeah. have just a better game day experience, but also to be able to keep the young stars. I mean, you want to yeah. be able to keep both, you know, chat both mats. You want to yeah. be able to keep semming in. You want to be. I mean, you look at Loriano and all these young yeah. stars that they have for the future. You want to be able to keep those guys, so you're not like constantly I churning know, so through. True. So I, I hope. I, I hope they can get it done in a reasonable amount of time. And as soon as they say that, how, how many years is it going to take? Usually, well, three. Probably like, yeah, three. three, three. three yeah. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. And so. Matt Chapman is coming up. How much time has he got till I he's a free agent? A couple he's, years? He's got a good few years left. Three. But, yeah, I mean, because he's, okay. he's got his arbitration years and stuff. And so here you go. And that's the other thing is none of these guys nowadays want to sign those deals that extend you past, out past right. your arbitration. Because if Matt Chapman hits free agency the way he's playing – yeah, I mean, he could be the next three hundred million. You're talking to me, player. man. When you know one more pitch and your arm falls off, give me the deal. I'm yeah, just take right, it. Take the right, millions right. immediately. Seriously. Um, well, before we let you go, uh, Larry had found something the other day. He sent it to me called the Actionary. I just want to see if it just because there's so many fun ones. Uh, you like educated salad? Educated salad. Educated salad is what? That's like throwing the guy. You know, like a lefty soft tossing lefty that gets guys out, like Moyer. That's yeah. salad. That's like Back salad. in the day, Jump Street. It's tired cheese. That's just from the get-go. Tired cheese. Tired <laughs> cheese. <laughs> What's a branch work? That's like, you know, you get lucky. You know what I'm saying? The guy's living in the in the branches. In other words, he's holding on tight. Okay, you know, somebody the, the tree. The higher he gets up in that tree, and then that's a long ways down. Um, how'd you come up with going bridge? I don't know. Go to the bridge. Go over the bridge. Okay. And then it becomes it. And then Bridge Master is a home run pitcher that gives up home runs. A Bridge Master? <laughs> or so you, you don't want to be a Bridge Master. You don't want to be a Bridge Master. <laughs> okay. All right. And, and uh, you got to be careful with Johnson. Because, oh, uh, I drop yeah, Johnsons yeah, yeah. all over the place. Yeah. But it's, you know, I give it, it's a three run Johnson. There's not a two run Johnson. Oh, it has to be a, a three run Johnson? It's got to be a three run Johnson. Because okay. it's a slam, three run Johnson, two run is nothing. It's a solo piece, right? Lamb. So I'd be a lamb. If I faced you, I'd yeah, be a you're lamb. lamb. I'd be you a know lamb. lamb yeah, yeah. No, but no but explain it for everybody else. Your poor bastard's got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> a, lamb, a lamb going to the wolves. Yeah. And, and iron. Iron's money. Everybody's got something for money. Iron. I just stuck. 
Wow. Get big iron. Then. I need more iron. So that's why I'm still working. Yeah, that's why I tell my boss I need <laughs> yeah, more iron. He says, here, I got these vitamins for you. Yeah, you uh, said you need more iron. Yeah. This, this is awesome. I mean, I'm so glad that I ran yeah. into you. It's supposed so to happen. Glad, and yeah. glad that you, you were so gracious with your time. Cause oh, sure. And Rusty the dog quieted down. Yeah. And, yeah. Know, we got him uh, taken care of. Got Rusty muzzled. Yeah. yeah. You have one, one last uh, A's like fanboy question? Because you, you grew mm -hmm. up worshipping this man. Yeah. I, I have a story I could tell you. Okay. This Let's is a go. quick one. But when I was a kid, I remember we had dinner one night in Danville Mercantile. Mercantile? Okay. How do you pronounce that? Yeah, what Anyways, wood sidewalks, yeah, livery, delivery. Right, right. So I know after dinner, my parents just kind of let me run around. And I remember walking around the uh, the sidewalk. I ran into you. Really? And I said hi to you. Obviously, I was probably crazy-ass nervous. <laughs> <laughs> said, get out of here, lamb. Uh, no, but you couldn't, <laughs> little lamb. You, couldn't, you couldn't have been nicer. Oh, that's you couldn't nice. have been nicer. And I know they say things like, you know, don't meet your heroes or people you, you've follower but I, I mean i came away really impressed with oh, you cool. and that that's was nice. just a genuine moment yeah it wasn't nice. like no cameras no nothing but you're yeah. just a really good guy i, I so. cringe when people appreciate start telling that story like that. i appreciate it that's nice okay, yeah. what i get now is a lot of i've been watching you my entire ah. life and i just go <laughs> Thank you. But or or do you remember I met you at and I'm like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. What is, was was I a jerk? But that you, day? But, but once again, you don't forget. You know when I saw it, I don't forget. Yeah, I know. When mm -hmm. we, we locked eyes, it was like, yeah. oh my god, it's almost like we were right back at the Coliseum yeah. and it was a game and I was watching you do your thing yeah. and and you know. And I respect you. Right? Yeah, I respect what you do. And, you know, That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so yeah, much. I mean, well, we could we could talk for hours yeah, thank and hours. You. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. It's a blast. Hope it comes out good. Yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. With authority.